Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 489. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. We're almost to episode 500, which is insane. I have something special planned for that episode, of course. That'll mark basically five straight years of doing this podcast twice a week for five years, which is so crazy. So thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for just listening. It really does mean a lot. And today, I want to talk about what I think is the greatest predictor of a relationship working or not working. Amongst all the things I talk about, some of the specific things, some of the particular behaviors and questions and and ways people can interact with each other in life, I think this one is so important. And I'll start by reacting to something that someone commented on on one of my posts on Instagram the other day, I posted that I value someone's consistency more than their interest. That's something that uh, if you listen to the podcast, you know, I talk a lot about consistency. And uh, they commented the following. They said, I had a college professor in a couple's therapy class to say that the greatest predictor in a successful relationship is predictability. It is really hard for us to feel emotionally safe and vulnerable with our feelings and communication when there is uncertainty and in." consistency. True trust and safety in a relationship comes from predictability, which comes from consistency. Someone commented that. First of all, thank you for commenting that. I can't imagine taking that much time to comment something on Instagram, so I really appreciate it. But, you know, as much as I don't think, like, predictability is a realistic thing. Life is so up and down. I think predictable, anything predictable um, might be a bit of a pipe dream, but I do think consistency is everything. And really what I think this comment is referring to is what I want to talk about today. The greatest consistent measure to look for in a partner is their emotional maturity. It's their emotional intelligence. I'm going to say that a million times in this episode, but emotional intelligence is their ability to create an emotionally safe space because of their intelligence. 
that is what offers the consistency, the emotional, the emotionally consistent presence that you're looking for. And yeah, in a sense, I guess, predictability and safety, emotional intelligence. Certainly, if you spend time on the internet, you see that phrase thrown around a lot, but I think deservedly so. It's everything in a relationship, and you deserve someone who has it or who is working on it. Same with yourself. You should be working on your emotional intelligence. Someone who has a consistent level of emotional intelligence, that is what you deserve, and that is what I want to talk about briefly in this episode, what it looks like practically. Practically, because according to the dictionary, emotional intelligence is, quote, the capacity to be aware of, control, and express express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. A lot of big words there, bit of a mouthful. So let's talk about what this looks like in practice. At its core, again, my whole thing with the podcast is simplifying things. So we throw around a term like emotional intelligence. What does that actually look like? Well, I think for me, someone who possesses emotional intelligence, that is someone who has the drive and the ability to create emotional clarity emotional clarity. That's the word that I would swap in here for intelligence because it's not we're not talking about IQ, right? We're not talking about someone who is emotionally intelligent isn't a genius or someone who always has the right answers. It's not someone who's like a therapist in diagnosing issues. I don't think so at all. It's someone who is driven to find emotional clarity. Why am I feeling this way? What is triggering me to act or feel or see something in this manner? And then in the interaction with other people, it's the same question. What is causing this reaction or this feeling in my partner? How can I better understand what they're saying, what they're doing, how they're reacting, what is triggering them? That is what I look for. That is how I consider this idea of emotional intelligence, not IQ, not having all the answers, certainly not always being right. It is simply someone who is driven by a mature, compassionate, empathetic desire to find emotional clarity not demand it, not require validation of emotions from themselves or others. They are simply driven to be in search of clarity, to better understand the underlying cause so that it can be addressed in a healthy way. That is emotional intelligence. And it's funny, as I was writing the outline for this episode, I was kind of distracted. So I was perusing Twitter and I saw this tweet by a guy named uh, Jack Appleby on Twitter that I like that I think will segue nicely into how emotional intelligence looks practically. But he had this tweet that simply said, getting comfortable asking for clarity is a colossal life hack. Ask when your promotion's coming. Ask that third date if they're into you. Ask if the barista remembered almond milk, not whole milk. You're only hurting yourself by quietly wondering and worrying. And when we think of emotional intelligence in that way, in the clarity we seek in our inner lives and in our relationships, I think it becomes really clear why this is such an important trait to have, of course, in yourself, but through the lens of this episode, in a partner. You deserve someone who is insistent upon finding clarity, not demanding it, not requiring it, not judging it in any way, but being driven to find it. Because someone who is driven by a desire to find emotional clarity, well, they don't run in the instances where that is difficult. They don't sweep issues under the rug, frustration, difficult conversations. They face them head on because they know that in those instances, in the very thing that might hurt or be awkward or frustrate them, that is where clarity lies. And they know that clarity can only help evolve and better the relationship. 
And, you know, I think if you want to define what consistency looks like, because we all say that it's a term, I write these quotes that are very simplified. We all say you deserve someone who's consistent. Well, that is what consistent looks like, right? It's someone who is there, who is present physically and emotionally. That is, they are present with the questions they ask, the curiosity they possess, and the empathy that they offer. They don't dip when things get tough. They don't turn to personal attacks when they're frustrated. They don't resort to like deep character attacks when they feel slighted. They're willing to sit in the feeling at hand because they're looking for clarity in it. They go in, not out, something I mentioned last episode, because they want clarity, because they see clarity as the means to find a solution or to continue the conversation or address the issue or to just better understand themselves, you, your dynamic together. You can call that self-control too. Like an emotionally intelligent person has self-control. They're not apathetic. You know, they're not a robot, but they want to be clear-headed. And so they seek out clarity by taking pause, by taking a step back, by controlling their reaction to life around them. They have the ability to self-regulate. They don't feel the need to always react immediately to things, to issues, to the point at hand. They listen and they ask questions. And perhaps that's the greatest, greatest specific attribute of an emotionally intelligent person. They're good listeners. They listen to you and they listen to themselves. And, and, and they listen to listen, not to fix, not to diagnose, but to actually gather facts objectively. They have the ability to differentiate between facts and feelings, to observe for a moment instead of reacting emotionally, patience and listening, patience and observing. And again, the incentive for this, because this all sounds nice, right? Like who wouldn't want to be patient and to not overreact, but the incentive for this, for an emotionally intelligent person is they're looking for clarity. They want to understand why. They want to understand the trigger, the underlying cause or belief or interpretation that is leading to whatever moment is at hand. And I really think this is the quality we need to look for in partners and potentially part in potential partners or really anyone that we have in our lives. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. 
And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Are they driven by a desire to find emotional clarity, both in themselves and in their relationships? Or do they sweep issues under the rug? Do they say, I am angry, just accept it? Oh, well, right? Do they say, oh, well, instead of trying to understand why? Or in addressing whatever you're facing, do they say, geez, calm down instead of listening? Emotional clarity is everything, right? Because the output of that is obviously clarity, and that is what matters in a relationship. What do they do when they've found the root of the issue, the cause, the trigger, the interpretation? Do they take responsibility, maybe if they need to? Do they find a way to self-soothe? Do they blame? Do they divert? Do they use you made me kind of statements? That is the output that we're looking at. And really, it's it's so important because an emotionally intelligent person, they have the ability to control their response because they consistently show up in ways that are mature and emotionally consistent. That is a desire to find or create clarity. They don't resort to if and then you statements or you made me statements, right? There's none of that. There is simply the issue in front of them and the emotion that is potentially clouding judgment. And then there's them taking pause and striving for clarity. That's that. Whatever happened, happened. How it happened doesn't frankly matter. It happened. And now the intention of an emotionally intelligent person is to find clarity. Wouldn't you say you deserve that in a relationship? Someone who can control their response, where the easy response is lashing out or closing off, where the easy response is blame, but instead they choose to seek clarity. I'd say yes. I'd say you deserve someone who has that drive. Again, that's not someone who has all the answers and who wants to sit you down and lecture you about why you're acting out in response to your childhood or why your response is coming from a place of insecurity. I think there's a time and place for a partner to offer helpful whys and a path forward, perhaps, but no one wants you know, to, to live with and love and to be with a, a therapist as a partner, you know, someone who tries to diagnose you and fix you. I don't think we want a partner who blames you for everything. On the other hand, right, you don't want someone who says, you made me do this, or I'm reacting this way because you made me. We don't want either versions of that. We want someone who sits in the middle, someone who has the ability to help you specifically, but at its core, we want someone who is emotionally curious. They want to understand themselves, and in your dynamic, they want to understand you and your interaction with them. That is emotional intelligence. It's defined by clarity and curiosity and add a dash of patience on top. And again, this isn't a robotic person who like doesn't react to anything. That would be weird. I think an emotionally intelligent person will certainly not be perfect, but what we're looking at is amidst those moments where they are bothered or triggered, what do they do next? Do they seek clarity or do they resort to the easy thing? The easy thing is blame, judgment, or oh well. That is the question at hand. And when we look at it through that lens, you deserve consistency, 
You deserve consistency in someone seeking clarity. That is someone who shows up with their desire to find clarity, Clarity, right? No, oh, wells, no, sounds like a you problem or sorry, that's just the way I am. None of that. So that's the idea here. You deserve consistency. But sometimes I think we misconstrue what that looks like in a relationship. Does it look like someone who consistently gets you flowers or cooks for you or sweeps you off your feet seven days a week? Probably not. Life just isn't that way. But does it look like someone who is emotionally consistent? Yes. Specifically, that is someone who is consistently curious. That is the consistency you deserve. And I think that takes care of a lot of the rest because the result then is a relationship where hopefully you have two times two emotionally curious, emotionally intelligent people that is constantly, consistently emotionally curious people And when that happens, there's no lingering resentment or keeping score or blame or tit for tat or anything like that because you have two people living life, making mistakes, rocking with the ups and downs, but it's founded in a consistent drive for clarity. That's in moments where not having clarity leads to the issues, where it leads to resentment or you always do this or you always make me feel this way. It's no, it's clarity that comes from open conversations, patience, and listening to one another first and as I love to talk about, clarity that comes from someone who freely and openly offers you their understanding. That's understanding that you feel a certain way. No validation required. That's someone who can hear your side of the story, listen to your point of view, and accept it as being valid. They accept it as being valid, even if they don't agree with it. Even if they wouldn't feel the same way themselves, they accept it as valid. They offer understanding that you feel a certain way, and same with them. When they feel triggered, when they're looking at their own lives and they're triggered, they offer themselves understanding that they feel a certain way. They don't run from it. They don't say, oh, screw this. No, they understand it. They accept it. But what comes next is everything. They dive into the why with humility and no harsh judgment. And that is what I think offers consistency in life and in relationships because someone who is emotionally curious is willing to make compassionate, intentional changes adapt to life. They're not someone who says, that's just the way I am. That is the wrong kind of consistency. You deserve someone who is humble enough to know when change is needed, when responsibility should be taken. And that comes from emotional intelligence. That is a drive to be curious, a drive to look for clarity. And really that's just mindfulness, right? So full circle here to end it. Someone who is emotionally intelligent, they practice mindfulness in their own way. They are patient and calm and they ask why both in their inner life and in their relationships. So that's it. Short episode, just something to think about. Consider emotional intelligence, the search, the drive for clarity. I hope this was helpful. If it was, I'd be so grateful if you'd share this episode with a friend and if you could spare 30 seconds max to give the show a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That would mean a lot to me. So thank you for doing that. But as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance while kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast.